0: have it's the Grim of... Reaper Ooh. who throws fireballs. We'll throw. Ooh. He's also a pacifist. <laughs> <laughs> Son of a bitch! <laughs>
1: To the nth cast. This is episode forty-seven. I'm Josh. I'm JD. Halloween. That's
0: a wonderful time of year.
1: All Hallows' Eve. And joyous. But before we get into that, our special Halloween episode, where we're bringing back topic week. We are. Which, gr-
0: which has been in high
1: demand. I feel. It, Don't you think? Uh, I've heard ha- nothing
0: but an outcry of more topic weeks, more topic weeks. It was like millions of voices cried out at once, and they were suddenly silent I don't. They're going to be silenced when where, they get this topic
1: week. Where, where, where did you get emails? Did you get did did the postman I, bring a big bucket of handwritten letters saying, <laughs> "Damn it, bring back topic I week"? Just, I felt the vibe. You've, I've been feeling this
0: vibe. I've been feeling
1: it. Oh, that's what it is. So I'm, I'm Jeff Daniels now. <laughs> just exactly, put out the vibe. Exactly.
0: Yeah, I'm I, gonna stand
1: over at the bar. <laughs> put out the vibe. You just I, go talk to her. I've not seen any of these things. <laughs> this is the first I've heard of this. Well,
0: I meant to share it with you. Now you know. We're giving All right. we're giving the people what they want.
1: So we're gonna go over what. Uh, some of the common beliefs about the origins of Halloween. Yes. Uh, we will talk about Halloween movies. Yes. Books. Yes. Music. Yes. No television, though, right? Probably no television. Oh, well, uh, yes, television. Oh, yes, television? Yes. Oh, okay. It'll be in there. That's exciting. That's, so we have no idea how long this episode's going to be. Well, yeah, it could be seven hours. So strap in, strap on, strap off, <laughs> Yeah, the strapper. Yeah. However you need to do it,
0: here just we go. get
1: ready for what's about to
0: happen. But 47. Oh, did you prepare something for this I number? Did. Oh, did. Well,
1: did you just I, get tired of going 42? Um. Well, we always grasped. Yeah, we did. I thought this time we would actually have something meaningful to share. I'm okay with that. And so I went to the interwebs and did a little bit of research. Good for you. On the number 47. I'm interested to see what you've discovered. Now, you can go down the mathematical path. You can... (laughs) There's any number of different directions you can go in trying to extrapolate the significance of 47. Okay. And I think what I found was... Well, I found I fell down the rabbit hole. Oh, so you got caught up in this the loop? I,
2: I, the
0: interwebs I, had you, ah, and you escaped to give us the info you discovered.
1: I, I escaped barely. Barely. I I randomly escaped. Hmm. It wasn't on purpose. So the number forty-seven, according to Pomona College. <laughs> All
2: right. So this is, this is
1: from now. You know this is going to be Pomona good. Pomona College. This is an actual college. I believe you. And from their, honest to goodness, Pomona student handbook. Whoa, whoa, it's in the handbook? Hang on, yes. Yes. I'm sorry, I don't mean to interrupt you. Uh, Their handbook, which is dated 1985 to 1986 uh, season, uh, year, school year, (laughs) whatever you call it. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) School year. But go ahead. I will read this quote from the Pomona student handbook. Okay. To the uninitiated... 47 is a mystery. To the knowledgeable Pomona students, 47 is dogma. To (laughs) sociologists, 47 is a prime example of a minor piece of whimsy that somehow developed into a legend of mythical proportions. So what does all that mean? I have no idea. Apparently... On a whim, they did a, they crunched the numbers all the way back in 1964. They determined, a student project determined that the number 47 appeared more often in nature than any other random number ever. So it's the least random of the random numbers? That is correct. So when you randomize numbers, when you look at random numbers, 47 pops up more often than any wow. other number. And the college even set aside a, d- a day of the year to celebrate it. So they celebrate the existence of this discovery every April 7th. I see. Which four, would seven. be four, four. seven. Seven. <laughs> um, uh, the... And I guess some of the things that kind of uh, back up this thought is that the Pomona College is located at Exit 47 of really? the San Bernardino Freeway. That's there's one. There, they have in their music hall the organ has 47 pipes. That's a small organ. In the in the college's first graduating class of 1894. Mm-hmm there were 47 students enrolled really now hang on their graduating class there was 47 students enrolled it says 47 students enrolled it didn't yeah, say that they graduated that they graduated. well <laughs> no but that's that's still something the bible credits jesus with 47 miracles well the declaration of independence has 47 signers 47 sentences Really? There are 47 strings on a concert harp. Okay. The tropics of Cancer and Capricorn are located (laughs) 47 degrees apart. Really? But that's enough examples in the natural world. Yeah. Apparently, some students that graduated from there went on to work in Hollywood. Okay. And one of the most notable... Uh, instances of them inserting 47 into their work is Star Trek The Next Generation. Oh. And there's a YouTube clip. I think we should link to that then. We will link to it because it's quite uncanny (laughs) that someone would actually take the time to splice all these scenes together with the number 47. Yeah, that is crazy.
0: Someone has too much time on their hand.
1: So 47... The least random of the random numbers. numbers.
0: How wonderful. So for those of you listening, you're not here by accident. It's not random.
1: Or it's least random. I think it's fascinating that we've stumbled down this rabbit hole on our 47th episode. I agree. Did it
0: take us four minutes and seven seconds? Because that would be
1: amazing. We should talk about this topic for 47 minutes straight. (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) Then we would be down to 47 listeners. Or 4.7. Yeah,
0: prob- that's probably more accurate. <laughs> that's probably more accurate. Well, good for us for actually doing research about 47. I, I'm perplexed as to how that fell into my lap. Like, <laughs> well, like you said, you fell, you fell into the internet trap. Like, oh, I'm going to get ready for this. And then, oh, my God, what did I see?
1: So somehow we have to jump from 47 to Halloween. <laughs> well, that's easy. Halloween, there it is.
0: That was done. That, that
1: wasn't hard. <laughs> done. Good job. Done. Nice segue. <laughs> Solid. Um, so you know, before we get into any of the history, okay, maybe we should talk a little bit about what does Halloween mean for to us? Oh, personally, personally, we oh. didn't talk about this, but we didn't we? Might as well talk about it now. Let's do this off the cuff. Okay. Would you like me to go first? I would
0: love for you to go okay. first. Halloween to me was never a big holiday for me growing up because my parents were not big proponents of the holiday. Okay. They they attached a lot of pagan and unspiritual things with it. And so they weren't big proponents of us celebrating. They always let us dress up for school. and But I don't remember going trick-or-treating. And another reason we didn't go trick-or-treating is because we lived in South Dakota— and it is snowing
2: October 31st.
0: I I remember specifically one year at Halloween, there was a blizzard where it snowed three feet of snow. So you're not going out trick-or-treating. You're staying at home. But it, it wasn't a big thing. It's bigger for me now because I let my kids go and they get really into dressing up and they're just getting to the age now where they can go trick-or-treating and I don't feel like you know they're going to run into traffic or get run over or anything. So this year actually they actually picked cool costumes like you can be whatever you want to be because we've always done the matching costumes like one year they were milk and cookies Mm. and then last year they were mario and luigi which i'm fine with yeah that's a good costume so i'm like whatever you want y'all don't have to match so my youngest is going to be a jedi and i got him the whole robe and then the the brown robe on top and he's got a lightsaber and everything yes and then my oldest is like i want to be aragorn from lord of the rings i'm like done I can find you a costume. I can make you one if that's what you want to be. So I'm excited for it for this year. But I mean, Halloween's never thing. Never been a big thing for me. I like candy, but I just eat it year round. It's not like I have to wait for Halloween to eat
2: candy.
0: <laughs> no one. No, no one waits for Halloween to eat candy. <laughs> no. So, but I mean, I don't. I don't have a long history with it. I have a a history of knowing that it's there and kind of ignoring it.
1: Hmm. I I think I had a similar yeah uh, experience and upbringing. Um, but, uh, I guess from an early age, I kind of didn't care. I mean, so it's like, oh, fine, whatever. Uh, I mean, I started working at an early age. Right. Uh, and so it's like, I just didn't care. I mean, then once you get to be, you know, past, uh, you know, 11, 12, that age range, Mm -hmm. you start to care less. Uh, Anyway. Do you remember any of your costumes you ever dressed up as? Uh, you know, off the top of my head, uh, no, I think I've only, I only would have done it like a couple of times mm-hmm. when I was like younger. It's, it's, it's weird because I think I would have done that when I was little, but then as my parents went a little crazy. And, right. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, no, we're not doing any of this anymore. We're not celebrating Easter or any like garbage, garbage, like, whatever. Uh, <laughs> so if you say so. So I kind of block it out. It's, <laughs> it's it's painful. Thanks for bringing it back up. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, I mean that probably wouldn't have been anything. It, it wouldn't have been anything store bought. It would have had to have been ha- uh, sure. homemade. That's just kind of the way I grew up, right? Yeah. But but back in the day, you know, the costumes were few and far between anyway, and they yeah. weren't nearly as good as they are now. No. Um, but Halloween's always been um one of my favorite seasons really because to me it's not just about the night it's like the whole month of october for me uh and that's probably because in recent years it's always represented a time where you're going to start seeing more and more horror movies on tv right and you know the the things of that nature are going to be more to the forefront and that's your bag Uh, and and it absolutely and it's more celebrated and i think more importantly it's acceptable yeah so you feel accepted for
0: one month out of the year instead of the 11 other months where you're like, I'm at right normal.
1: Yeah. It's acceptable. It's <laughs> permissible. Uh I think Steph and I was talking the other day. It's like Halloween is like the socially acceptable cosplay, right? It's that right. one day of the year where you get to just really let loose and do whatever. Of course that's going to become less and less true because sure. the, uh, the, you know, cosplay is more mainstream and people just go to cons year round and, People, take, take pictures in their yard. People do it professionally, apparently. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Take pictures and, and in their yard fine. all the yeah. time. And that's fine. Yeah. Good know? for them. Uh, with the event of social media, you know, it's just out there all the time. And mm-hmm. so, but I, I don't know. I, I like the time of year because the season changes. Uh, it's getting cooler. Uh, you get, you know, the, the air gets a little crisper. Right. Uh, and for me, it's just, uh, it's just that it's just a nice time. It's my, you know, I like Christmas, but I, th- I think Halloween is my sef- second favorite.
0: Halloween. Well, and then be, living in Houston, these are like the three, four weeks of the year where it's not miserable to live here. Right. Absolutely. It's not, Absolutely. The, the weather's perfect all the time. And you're like, you know what? This is okay to live here right now. And I agree with you when the falls, when the leaves change and the colors, I like the color palette of fall, if we're going to get nerdy, way more than I do spring or winter. I just, more earth tones, yes. right? It, well, Yeah, it's just more earth turns, but some of, the, some of the the colors that you see, that's the only time you see them. And this only, it's the only time it can be acceptable to have like orange and yellows and browns all together, which I like.
1: I didn't know that we would, uh, I didn't realize we'd ever get nerdy about the weather <laughs> well, and colors. Yeah, there's nothing off well, wait, limits here. Nothing. No. In case you haven't noticed, whatever we're going to talk about, we're going to talk about it. To the nth degree. Absolutely. Because that's what we do. That's that's how we live our lives. Um,
0: This is not an act.
1: (laughs) But the change in the season is really kind of where the the holiday and the observance gets its root. Right. Right? Um, I think a lot of experts agree. Some disagree. Um, I tend to agree with it that uh, Halloween's roots uh, comes from the uh, Celtic – Celebration, observance of Samhain, which is the changing. You want to to spell that? Ah, okay. (laughs) For our listeners. Yeah, you know, it's interesting because. uh, If you don't speak Gaelic, you have no idea how to spell that word. Um, Well, isn't Samhain Gaelic for seasons? Summer's end. Summer's end. Okay. Uh, That's S A M H A I N. Correct. And. Points. Uh, Sorry. So I've heard speakers who uh, talk negatively about the Halloween holiday uh, and its occult practices, and they always pronounce that word. They always say Sam Hain. Sam Hain. I'm like, really? You're going to poo-poo something, but you're not going to bother to do the research. You've just proven
0: your ignorance. (laughs) Exactly. You've proven your ignorance in one sentence. Not that we didn't know you were ignorant before, but now we really know.
1: And I'm glad we're talking about this because – Ignorance abounds when it comes to holidays in general. Yeah, absolutely. Especially around Halloween. Yeah. And I'm I'm mean, I'm not saying that we need to sit here and we need to, uh, you know, disprove, prove anybody wrong or rip <laughs> you know, into anybody for you know. what their personal beliefs are. That's fine. Whatever. You believe whatever you want to believe. My big thing is before I go spouting off, maybe I – Maybe I should seek to understand where something's coming from, what its roots are, what its roots may or may not be uh, before I go spouting off. Well, so, I think that's just in general life. If you're going to have, <laughs> if you're going to
0: form, you need to have an informed opinion before you start running your mouth.
1: So, right? don't I you think, you can, oh, no, absolutely. And so I think after saying all of that, <laughs> I've just set myself up for colossal failure. That's okay. We're going to inform you That's why you two. We may in need to, to breathe this episode. The, we, we may need to breathe through this part for my benefit. Well, that's, I mean, so that I make myself look like a fool. Well, nobody
0: <laughs> we, we have never claimed to be experts about anything. Ever. We've, not even once.
1: We have, not even ever we once. We know how to use a computer <laughs> and we know how to read. It's called the book. it's called the Google. That's right. Or if you're into Bing. Because it's not Google, right. I've always liked that acronym. Yeah, because it's not Google. But anyway,
0: I always sometimes I do that. I'm gonna bing it. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> go, what?
1: What? I'm gonna bing it real quick. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm gonna Google it. it just, I'm just saying it. bing it. All right, here's a box of tissues. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You go bing away. Bing, bing, bing. Remember when they had uh, what was it? Southwest Airlines. They had that. Um, they had that app that you could get on your computer and i think it was called ding ding yeah yeah so i remember i was working with a guy and he was trying to look up a, a airline ticket and he said, i'll just go to ding.com like i don't that's not no, no. It was, that wasn't it wasn't good don't do that from your work computer please <laughs> ding.com <laughs> <dot> don't, <laughs> don't don't do it do that unless of course you do control alt n right right before yeah. chrome that's Yes, yes, which is one of the better browsers. But we digress. We're stalling. I'm, no, we're not stalling. <laughs> About two thousand years ago, gather round, Jordan. the Celts. Yes, we're <laughs> the Celts. Twenty thousand years ago, they, which you know, for some reason, people associate the uh, Irish with the Celts. True, and that's. But that's not, that's not accurate. The Celts were all across uh, Europe, and it wasn't just. And now, do Irish people come from the Celtic uh, community? Sure, but it, you know it was all over. I mean, mostly in Britain, like Wales. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Britain,
0: Brittany, if you would. Call yeah. it. yeah. All that stuff.
1: So they would celebrate Samhain, which was the end. Or excuse me, the beginning of, they only had two seasons. Right. They had the light and the dark, mm-hmm. right? And so they were celebrating this time where they would harvest and they would, uh, they worship nature. Uh, and so they would ha- they would light bonfires. Mm-hmm. Uh, they would hold, uh, just basically ceremonies, uh, to, to worship nature. Mm-hmm. And I, I think that. The idea was that the veil between the living and the dead uh, was at its thinnest uh, at that time. And so that they believed that you could cross – it was – it's interesting because it wasn't just the dead could cross over into the realm of the living. They also believed that the inverse was true as yeah, well. The
0: living could cross to the realm of the dead. Yeah,
1: yeah. and – but it wasn't just the realm of the dead. There was – they they also believed that there was potentially parallel universes as well. So really? you could actually stumble into a parallel universe, which so, I always thought was interesting.
2: So no one, me up.
1: No one ever talks
2: about Because there's one
0: parallel universe where I am rich and famous <laughs> <laughs> and about two feet taller. So, <laughs> <laughs> Just saying.
1: So are you going to start traveling to all these universes and eliminating yourself so that you can gain your power so that one day you can be the one? Ah, that's what I've already done. <laughs> oh. And this is what, if, this is the outcome. And this is the hot. <laughs> sack of shit. You're welcome. That- <laughs> You're welcome world for the outcome.
0: So many murders committed for this.
1: Uh so as with all as with all pagan <laughs> activities, the Christian church comes along and decides they're going to hitch their wagon yeah. to these observances and so... Because half the work's already been done. <laughs> exactly. Well, that was part of their conversion tool, their yeah, conversion absolutely. plan, is, hey, w- w- instead of telling people, hey, you should stop doing this, it would be easier for it to give them alternatives. And yes. so they established All Hallows' Eve, mm-hmm. which was the day before All Saints' Day, which was November 1st. Yes. And the idea behind that was that instead of celebrating nature, we were going to... um Celebrate and remember uh, all the saints that didn't already have uh, a, a day of uh, observance to their own, and then All Souls Day. You know, you would take time to remember and observe all of those that have passed, passed yeah. uh, especially in the previous year. Yeah, and so um, I think it's interesting that they they would kind of hitch their wagon to that, and uh, so. Hallows evening or all Hallows evening, Halloween is a shortening uh, of that. And that's essentially where the word Halloween uh, came from and some of those observances. And so, but how did, how did all the witches and the monsters and all that stuff? Well, it's because the veil between living and the dead, Mm -hmm. you know, they believe that ghosts could pass by You know, where did trick or treating and all that kind of stuff come from and wearing of costumes? They felt like if we leave our house or go, you don't go anywhere on your own because you got to remember the days are shorter. So it gets light, it gets darker quicker and uh, it stays darker longer. And, you you know, it's a time where you, you, they felt like if, you know, at this time, if we disguised ourselves, right it would maybe dissuade from some spirit from recognizing recognizing us or or, or coming after us. And they felt like leaving out food.
0: Oh, and that's where the
1: the jack-o'-lantern came from too. Yeah. And light the way,
0: but it's, you know, like, you know, you're maybe not going to use a lantern or something. So you carry the jack-o'-lantern.
1: Do you know what uh, they use before they use pumpkins? Watermelons? No. (laughs) (laughs) Turnips. Really? Turnips. They used to hollow out turnips, which would be weird because that would be really small.
0: Maybe they didn't have really good knives back then. And pumpkins, when you hollow them out, are disgusting. Oh, it is filthy work. And and they last for like a day once you cut out the middle. It's like, oh, this thing is just going to dissolve on your porch, and then you're going to have pumpkin shit everywhere for forever. Pumpkin seeds are pretty good. That's the only reason. But then you should just, just throw away the pumpkin. Like take the seeds, throw away the pumpkin.
1: And if you're going to make a pie, just go to the store and buy a can of that stuff somewhere where they did all the work. Pumpkin is a gateway spice. It just is. is. It?
0: That's Pumpkin's all not a spice. Pumpkin. Tell that to white girls and Uggs.
1: <laughs> see what they say. See how they respond to that statement. Do you Give know what me. they'll do? They will cut you. So you think that when they get that pumpkin spice latte,
0: they look forward to it all year. Uh, I had a friend I had a friend that was like, I'm going on vacation the week that the pumpkin spice latte comes out from Starbucks. I think I may cancel my vacation. I'm like, You're ridiculous. If you do that, we're no longer
1: friends. Sorry, <sighs> went on for a little randomness. That's okay. Hey, I did want to point out that in around forty three AD, um, the Roman it was when the Roman Empire uh conquered uh pretty much all of the uh uh Celtic territory. And the Pax Romana. And in- Yes. Thank you. You're welcome. And they ruled what for about four hundred years. Yeah. It was yeah. The most
0: dominant empire in the history of the world, but whatever.
1: <laughs> they had uh, some traditions that sort of mirrored uh Sawin. Oh, did they? Around the same you have to remember that there through all the different cultures they had celebrations that celebrated things of the dead kind of around the same time because of the season change. Is this logical? Yeah. So, I mean, and isn't
0: it, it falls right between the autumn equinox and the winter solstice usually, right? How, how am I making that up?
1: No, you're correct. Oh, good. So the Romans had um, an observance and it was called uh, Feralia, if I'm not mistaken. I think that's how you pronounce that. when is cooler. It is much cooler. Yeah. But that was a day in uh, late October when the Romans traditionally commemorated the passing of the dead. Hmm. Well, they also had a second day To honor, wait for it, Pomona. (laughs) Pomona is the Roman goddess of fruit and trees. I just... Are there 47 of them? I wish that there was. Because that would just be lovely. But the symbol for Pomona is uh, an apple. Okay. And one of the uh, traditional um, uh, games or things that they observe during the observance of Samhain... Was um, bobbing for apples? Have you ever tried to do that? I have. God, it's awful. It is because you put your hands behind your back, you stick your face uh, in dr- this freezing dr- cold water. Yes, and, and you know it has to be freezing cold because you want to make your kids suffer. I don't mind bobbing, but I just want whatever I'm putting my face into to be a little bit warmer, and whatever putting your mouth on yes. to be a little bit better. I mean, I don't, I don't mind getting my beard wet at all. Right. At all. Because it just slicks right off.
0: It should. Oh, mine does. It's ridiculous. Like, how much oil do you have in that thing? That's natural. <laughs> I don't know what you want me to say.
1: <laughs> that's why it looks dirty all the time, because I can't shampoo it. Uh, So that's probably enough on history. I Are think you we could, sure? Well, I don't know. We could probably go. I'm, Are you making fun? <laughs> no, Are you making fun? No. You're, you're misunderstanding me. <laughs> that's not what I meant at all. Um, Well, you know, there's a lot more that we can talk about. Sure. uh, Because modern times, first of all, one of the questions I would like to have answered is how did we go from all this observance of the dead to it's not so much about that anymore, although it can be based on how you dress up, but it's more about knocking on doors and getting candy. Where did that come from? Mm -hmm. And honestly – the candy portion is very American. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, and the, that was like the '60s, right?
2: It, it's '50s fairly, and '60s is when it recent. became
1: popular. Yeah, yeah. The 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 actual observance of the holiday Halloween. You could you could really, if you wanted to, you could tie the explosion of people getting involved with Halloween to one particular thing, and that is a TV special that aired in 1966 The Great The Great Pumpkin I still watch that every Halloween and I just think it's fascinating that that broadcast has done more for the modern uh observance of Halloween as we know it with you know the, all the candy and dressing right. up than anything else now before that um in, in, I guess, in the early 1900s, uh, whenever the Irish Americans immigrated, mm-hmm. they brought over more of the concepts of the whole uh, mischievous side yeah, of I'm, Halloween. Asian house trick part. And, yes. And they can't really tie it to one, maybe one person in particular, but I think some genius somewhere figured out that when these kids show up at the house, if they give them some candy, maybe they won't fuck with me. Right, and so they would hold parties and just have these big parties where I guess kids come over and families come over, and parties are big on Halloween anyway, and yeah, and it seems like even more and more now there's more adults that go and have what you would consider adult Halloween and right. uh for whatever reason, everything has a sexy counterpart if it doesn't, I, don't, I feel like we're failing <laughs> <laughs> i. It's interesting. It's interesting. And I'm how, for it. it. Are you? I am. You don't have daughters. This is you don't true. have daughters. This is true. <laughs> so if I did have daughters, I may feel differently. You, so you're bringing your boys over on Saturday. Yeah. We're going to go trick or treating. I am. Uh, you'll see. You'll see. You're not. Well, what? Have you have you. You've gone with us before. haven't yeah, you? Yeah, we well, last year with you. Yeah. So you've seen what parents let their. Uh, oh, young the, children. Out uh, there's of the things house I would absolutely no, never. Let it's them not wear. okay. Yeah, and I'm a red blooded American male. Uh but yes. these are these are these are guys' daughters. Yeah. Okay, well, this you is know, not okay.
0: Um, ten ten to twelve year olds shouldn't be wearing that kind of stuff. No, I don't. I don't, not, I don't not think okay. they should. No, I don't think they you're a 30 year old woman, wear whatever the hell exactly, you want. Exactly.
1: exactly. As long as you're doing it with the attitude of this is what I want to do. And I'm in, I feel like I'm empowered in doing so. And more mat- power. To it doesn't you.
0: matter that you're trying to get over your father do- issues. That's fine.
1: <laughs> it's your reasons. Are you saying th- that you'll be their daddy? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> well, Maybe. <laughs> I'm not going to rule it out. I mean, we we never say never, right? I'll never be a sugar daddy, (laughs) but I wouldn't mind being having a sugar mama. That's right. Is that what you're saying? That's right. (laughs) That's right. Uh, So the night before Halloween is Devil's Night, right? And so I think back in the day in Chicago and Detroit and those kind of areas, you would have these kids that would just – I mean, they would do stuff like uh, soaping the – the rail lines for, uh, uh, the trains. Sure. Uh, and moving people's steps, yeah. which I think is awesome. Could you imagine you go out your door and you go to take a step? Luke, <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> so, yeah, we, used so, to,
0: we did something like that to our friends. He had a lot of my friends had classic cars. And super easy to steal a steering wheel from a class car. Oh yeah, it's one screw. Oh yeah, one screw. Hop one screw. that bitch off, and <laughs> so it was done. We could do that all the time. <laughs> but any car made for nineteen eighty, like what? Oh, you didn't lock your door? Your steering wheel's gone. I mean, we didn't do it on Halloween. We did it all the time. So we started leaving wrenches. <laughs> We're like here you go. You can steer with this shit. Figure out who has your steering wheel. Let's go. That's kind of it's kind of shitty,
1: I've, but it's funny. Well, I've had to drive a tractor that way. Yeah, it's just like, and there's work. no power steering. Right. You got to drive with a wrench. <laughs> You're not doing too good. Yeah, we had a
0: riding lawnmower. You <laughs> drove with a wrench. <laughs> like it's still easier than push mowing. <laughs> yeah, that's true.
1: Um, so I don't know. Is there anything else we need to cover? And that I think that was a good good enough preamble. I would agree. I'm sure other things will knock loose as we move into other discussions. Sure. Uh, so, but don't let it be said that we
0: didn't talk about Halloween to the nth degree. <laughs> that will never be said about the nth cast.
1: Well, let's maybe ask a couple of questions. Why? Why Who are do we he, asking? Well, you know, if, if we think about where Halloween uh, came from, mm-hmm. uh, where it is today. Uh, why do you why do you think that this concept of monsters and witches and black cats and skeletons and death is something that is so celebrated and popular and ha- and has a significant impact on popular culture why do you th- Why do you think that is? I don't know. I mean, when
0: I think of Halloween, that's not really, I don't think about all those things. Hmm, okay. And I, th- I think that we've done a good job of moving away from some of that symbolism. And it's more about kids wearing whatever costume they want. Mm-hmm. You see more superheroes nowadays or, True. Di- or Disney characters. Than I think the- I have an
1: Ant-Man in the household.
0: Right. I've got a Jedi Knight. Yeah. You see more of that kind of stuff than you do the witches, the black cats. Still people, and like when people put out their Halloween decorations nowadays, it's maybe a ghost, but it's mostly pumpkins or scarecrows or something like that. You very rarely see anything scary anymore. And maybe that just in suburbia where we live. Hmm. But I think they're trying to move away from that. So they don't want to, people are afraid to celebrate that kind of stuff and they're trying to make it more mainstream.
1: I have noticed that over the years, the witches... Have gotten a lot more attractive. Used to be back in the day, they were these hunched over, gnarly, hook-nosed, warty looking things. And witches don't look like that anymore. No. They don't look like anything you should be scared of. Uh well. outside of the bedroom. Right. I mean Yeah. <laughs> I mean practical magic, mm-hmm. the craft. Yeah. Keep going. Keep going. <laughs> <Gotta> keep talking. <laughs>
0: I'm fine. I'm fine with what you're saying. Bewitched. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: You know? So I don't know. Yeah, it's just, excellent. I don't know. That, that, that's just like a side note for me. It's well, like, even why, like, they've, they've made them more attractive. Well, and even I don't they- have a problem with that. It's just,
0: it's interesting. Like Harry Potter. That's another, like those are witches. Yeah, they don't look like little shriveled up. They're normal people who can do magic, mm-hmm. and they're trying to get away from this the Wicked Witch of the West kind of vibe. Like witches, they're like we do witchcraft all the time, and we're perfectly normal people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I don't, I don't know why, I don't know why they even hmm. started off being these haggard old witches. Maybe it's probably from fairy tales, like the witches were always ugly characters, and now they don't want them to be That's anymore. True.
1: Interesting. That's true. Favorite, well, okay, so we got movies, we've got literature, sure, we've got music. Where would you like to start?
0: Um, why don't we start? Let's start with music.
1: Oh, yes, I feel like we could do this. Okay, what is your list? Because I know that you love lists. Just helps me organize I my my thoughts. I know it does. What is your list of top horror slash Halloween themed music? Okay. And I'm gonna would this be albums or artists? How do we like I I went with Artists, little but it could be either. I think sure. This is a very
0: loosey. It's very loosey because Halloween is is not really well defined. It, Halloween is about being yourselves, right? And that's what we're gonna do is we're gonna be ourselves. Right. The first thing that comes to <laughs> mind for me when, when you talk about music and Halloween is, of course, of course, Rob Zombie.
2: <laughs> it's just that's just what yes. i think of
0: absolutely first and and i mean white zombie maybe a little bit but mostly rob zombie and all his solo albums you know hellbilly and stuff like that those are just that album i mean you can't go wrong with that album i think that's like hell hellbilly deluxe is one of
1: his finer works for yeah. sure
0: and i mean and that guy is sold out to these ideas of halloween <laughs> horror and just living his like, shocking and being edgy when it comes to that kind of stuff. I mean, he changed his name to zombie legally. So let's go ahead and give him that prize. You've won. Congratulations. Yeah. I mean,
1: everything he does is, is steeped in horror. uh, And, it's, it's, it's very easy to make that leap of, oh, I this this song reminds me of this time of year. This reminds me of Halloween. Right. And it doesn't matter what time of the year you're listening to. It.
0: Well, and like Dragula, is, I, I know it's really a popular song, but I still think it's probably one of his best. Yeah. You know, dig through the ditches and burn through the witches. Man. You know, that's Halloween. That's yeah. what I think of. Living Dead. I, let's burn some witches. Why not? Living Dead Girl. Yes. Great
1: great song. Um I, I think Super Beast. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um Yeah, so I, I would agree with that. I mm-hmm. would I would agree that that's that's an artist. Yes. That um that just reminds you he's of of this time of year. Sure. For sure. And then uh you know,
0: I kind of went along on the lines of bands that dress up and pretend to be someone that they're not. Ah, okay. And like cool. they're in costumes. So okay. There's the obvious ones like mushroomhead. Um <laughs> and I'm mean, I'm not a huge mushroomhead fan. I'm listening to them a you lot. Sure. Yeah. Listen to them a lot in <laughs> high school. But I am a big slipknot fan, which I'm not ashamed to admit. And I like their Shouldn't old be. I like their old costumes better than their new costumes. Yeah. And that that whole lawsuit and bullshit was ridiculous. But Slipknot was one of the first bands that I really started. Fear Factory was the first, but then when I was in high school, this was like Slipknot's heyday. Right. Heyday. Yeah. You know, I had hundreds of people in my school because I went to a school with like 7,000 kids who would wear the jumpsuits to really? school. Yeah. Eventually they had to outlaw it from the dress code. Oh my God. But like, you know, you got guys walking around in that orange jumpsuit. You're like, It was kind of like, yeah, I know. And I've seen I've seen them live probably five times now. And they put on a great show. It is an excellent show. But they're out there with their masks on. And the the two auxiliary percussionists, they were always on these platforms that moved and did this crazy shit. And like they would shoot stuff at you in the crowd, and there was tons of pyro. And the drummer would just get it. And that dude could play. It was just a great, great show. And so the fact that they dressed up in costumes and you have no idea who the fuck they really are. But when they're in those costumes, that's who they are. I just, yeah, no, I'm no, a big great. fan of slipknot. So
1: I think for me, uh, since you already mentioned Rob Zombie, sorry, uh, didn't mean to steal your thunder, you know, just off the top of my head, I'm just going to throw out there a typo negative. Yeah. Um, you know, black number one, that's almost like a Halloween anthem. <laughs> yeah, it is. Right. I mean, that's something that you, you hear that you, you you can't help but sing along to it. No, you can't. Right? Yeah. I mean, and if you haven't heard that, uh-uh. uh, <laughs> get out, get out. <laughs> get out, push pause, go listen to it. Um, And I think one of, to, to me, one of their better albums was October Rust.
2: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm,
1: um, mm-hmm. You know, it's really a shame that uh, uh, the lead singer is not around anymore. Uh, but it's such an interesting voice. He did. It was very unique. And, uh, you know, I just... I like them in general. Uh, They're not... They're always kind of different from everybody else because they were just super heavy, but they They weren't... They wasn't fast. It was just slow and methodical and just heavy as shit.
0: It's very doom metal. Oh,
1: yeah. Gothic, for sure. But
0: the lyric... Lyrically... I think they were very, super interesting because there's a lot of romance mixed in that. Oh, yeah. But then a shit ton of depression. You're like, oh, this is nice. Oh, my God, I want to
1: kill myself. And, and like the same song. And and if you listen to the albums like in their entirety, mm-hmm. just let it play, they always had those spooky uh, interstitial elements where it was just, you know, m- monstrous sounds. And- right, Babies crying and people wailing, and it's just, it was spooky. And it, it was, was, it's, you know, you, if you were to like lay in a dark room, and just listen to that, it's like, oh, okay.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's not one. If you're depressed, that's not a big, Pro- probably I would not I would I pick
1: to listen to. No, if you're depressed, listen to Cradle of Filth. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's yeah. that might be a better yeah. selection.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, you should listen to them all the time. What else do you have on your list? And this one's kind of random, but I—it's it, one that I think is Godsmack, just because of the personal beliefs. Oh yeah, that a lot of well, them—that yeah. a lot of them have. Yeah, you know, being Wiccans and stuff like that. You, you would think that, that. I mean, that's just
1: kind of what I mean. I'm not, not a huge fan of God. I was going to say that probably not. The best band and no' there's, they got some pretty shitty songs some pretty they're a
0: bunch of no talent ass clowns I mean uh, not really I mean they're been very they're better than Nickelback so we'll give them that
1: barely Bare- <laughs>
0: <laughs> but I mean the, some of the songs especially their earlier songs yeah, listenable. Their first album is really their right. Re- recent ever since they did that song for the Scorpion King. Oh God, yes. just, you they just, just like, fell off. Get the fuck out of here. God smack <laughs> comes on the radio, I'm gonna turn it off. But when you when it comes that to the movie was awful. God, it was so the, bad. The
1: effects of of the of, rock the rock's <laughs> body on the scorpion. It's like I <laughs> it's just, Did my did my no. three-year-old animate that? What right. oh God. That like, was just, on TV not that long ago. I was like, who the who the hell well, thought this was a good who idea? Who greenlit this? <laughs> I
0: remember, and it had that uh that huge dude from uh The Green Mile in it.
1: The Michael big, Clark Duncan? Yeah, he was in it. Oh, oh, oh wait, you're talking about one of the Scorpion King si- uh, sequels? Yeah, the sequel. I'm talking about uh the this the second mummy.
0: Oh, yeah. Where, uh, where, where, where
1: where the Rock was the Scorpion yeah, King? Yeah yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um I meant like
0: the movie, the actual movie The Scorpion King.
1: Well, there was like 3 of those. Yeah.
0: Where Michael Clark Duncan. The only thing I remember is when he's talking to The Rock. He says, "Will you stand alone against the fury of his army?" And The Rock's like, "If I must." And I was like, "This is awful. This is How so bad." Would you watch that. <laughs> you know, you're young. You're drinking. You're doing other things you shouldn't be
1: doing. Let's get back to the music. Yeah.
2: Okay.
0: So, <laughs> so Godsmack. Uh one just because of their beliefs. I don't like. I said, not a huge fan. I, I don't expect anybody to go listen to Godsmack. Please don't. In fact, but. <clears throat> Halloween I kind of associate him with that.
1: Uh so but I think I think you were spot on with any of those other acts that uh kind of are theatrical kind yeah. of uh you know it's kind of hard uh we love obviously we love metal. But Clearly. but a lot of metal is closely associated which is this is interesting for which, me because you're going to you're probably going to guess where I'm going to go with this sure. but a lot of metal ties back to the horror genre. Yeah. A lot of it. But yet you don't like, is it that you don't like horror in general or you don't like horror movies? There's very few horror Explain movies. Explain yourself, sir. There's
0: very few horror movies where after I watch them, I'm like, that was a well-made film.
1: That's I did, not the point.
0: I, and I understand that. <laughs> I understand that that's not the point. But I feel like if I'm going to spend my time watching a movie, I, I, I don't know. I just want a little more. I'm Like, I ask the questions that you're not supposed to ask when you watch a horror film. Like, why the fuck are they doing this? What is the point? Why is that person making this stupid-ass decision? Why is this person evil? What the fuck happened to them in their childhood? I'm just like, this is
1: ridiculous. If I heard that noise in the basement, I wouldn't go fucking see what it is. Let's go hide (laughs) behind the wall of saw blades. I mean, that kind of stuff. Why every time someone has sex, they die right after
0: it? Exactly. Like, (laughs) you know I don't like to be touched after. Well, you're about to get murdered, so... (laughs) Sorry, no eye contact.
1: Uh, so, getting back to music, uh, acts like Alice Cooper. Yeah, um, uh, I really like Mudvayne. I, I think they're very okay. theatrical, just with their
0: costumes. Dig, dig is still one that oh, that, that is song a great comes song. on my playlist that all is the a time. Great song. That's one that I never skip
1: um so i'm trying to, i'm racking my brain now trying to think of some other artists we probably should have did a better job manson? of making the list yeah manson for sure
0: he's one of the best light shows i've ever seen like okay. when you go, like not the great not the greatest performer but he has this this light show which is trippy as balls and maybe because i was tripping balls
2: <laughs> i thought it was awesome
0: but I, I firmly remember
1: that hmm interesting yeah um I want to mention something that kind of crosses the boundary between music and movies. And this might be a good segue to go from movies. Oh, then can I mention one more song? Oh, yeah, please do.
0: There's one song that I look forward to every year on Halloween now. Mm -hmm. It's Mm -hmm. not the best song, but it's by Eat My Pumpkin. (laughs) Yes. And it's called Trick or Treat. Yes. And uh, if you have not listened to that song, do yourself a favor. Google Eat My Pumpkin trick or
1: treat and that's all I'm going to say. Okay, remind me we need to put that in the show notes. Okay, it's, we will. It's very cute. <laughs> it's adorable. Enjoying. Um so for for me, one of I'm a big fan of fan of soundtracks. Okay. For the longest time in my mid teens into my early 20s, uh most of the music uh that I was buying was soundtracks to movies like the scorpion king not the scorpion king (laughs) um i bought a lot of tangerine dream oh wow and love jerry goldsmith john williams Mm -hmm. uh uh, danny elfman well Uh, because it's there's danny elfman's music and scoring Mm -hmm. uh to me uh evokes the Halloween spirit and atmosphere. Yeah, sure. Obviously his collaboration with Tim Burton on many things. And mm-hmm. of course, doing the score for Nightmare Before Christmas. Right. But any of his, any of his scores are very, uh, have that element, uh, cause it has a choral, it has a, that, that, that choral element to it that I think a lot of music to me, when I hear that, mm-hmm. uh, it, it it instantly takes me to that place of, okay, okay it's something kind of spooky and it's kind of that Halloween kind of well,
0: element. This is completely random, but like with the Martian,
2: mm-hmm. there's
0: a lot
1: of coral mm-hmm.
0: in the Martian score, which is one of the reasons I think it was so – one, one of my favorite things about the movie was the coral arrangements in the score because like when he's crossing Mars, it's terrifying – but also a little hopeful. And I think the choir
1: that they added during that scene, you're like, this is so good. I yeah. It, random, it added. Ele- it is random. It added an element to it. But the soundtrack that I'm thinking of in particular. Oh, you have a,
0: a particular yeah. one.
1: Yes. Is by an, an Italian progressive band. Okay. Called Goblin. Goblin. And it doesn't get any more Halloween and than goblins. that. Yeah. They did the soundtrack for one of the movies that I feel is one of the most effective at terrifying you because it's so fucked up. Okay. And that's Suspiria. Oh. They did the soundtrack for that. And that's Dario Dario Argento is an Italian filmmaker. I think it's his best film. This movie is just – it's nuts. It's nuts. But the soundtrack is – you 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 close your eyes and listen to that. And I'm not so sure that you come out the same at the other end. And one of the things I think is fascinating about is they recorded it before the movie was shot. Really? So to be able to incorporate that the soundtrack and be as effective as it was with the movie is just beyond me. But if you've never watched Suspiria... I haven't. It is a horror movie. Okay, I mean, I've seen It's about movies. an American girl that is so excited about being accepted into this very prestigious um, ballet school Ooh, in Europe. Nice. Oh, yes. I like the is, premise already. It's from the sev- I think it's from the 70s. 77. Is it 77? Okay, yeah. yeah. Um, but... This ballet school, she is soon to find out, is a cover for A Coven of Witches. Fantastic. And it is one of the most terrifying movies I've ever seen. That's a lot coming from you. And it it's just like, it's just a complete package. And I, I add the soundtrack to the list of music purely because it needs to be on that list. Yeah. And I actually think that... Uh, I think you can get the full – you can listen to the full album on YouTube if I'm not mistaken. Really? If I'm I'm not mistaken. I'm going to check and see if it's on Spotify. It's it's not for the fan of hearts.
0: Okay. For sure. Buckle
1: up. So with that, I think we should segue into movies. Okay. And maybe we'll try to – a little more Halloween. We got a little we we expounded a little bit in our music, but that's, that's okay. okay. And I forgot to mention Rain of Blood.
0: I think I felt we, we were very
1: topical when it came to Halloween. Rain of Blood is just one of those albums Yeah, for me. Sure. That from a horror this time of the year. Rain I, of blood. Because I, I listened to it again recently. Why? Why not? Well, that's true. Why not? Is there is there a better metal album than Rain of Blood? You'd be hard pressed to find That's one. a pretty complete and tight album. Just yeah. from start to finish. Yeah. And as and as soon as Raining Blood hits Yeah. Man. I was gonna say we didn't mention Man. We didn't mention
0: Slayer, but we did now. We did. So I mean, people know we're fans of Slayer. Yeah, we talked about for that sure. before. For sure. So but I felt like the rest of our music was very tough. No, it was. It was fine. It was fine. Okay. I have a bone to pick with you about this Halloween <laughs> movie. Did I? Bull cheat?
1: Did, did, did I did I maybe do something to you? That, You've done
0: this to me before. So <laughs> well, fool me wait, twice.
1: Wait, shame on
0: me. Yeah, that's shame all, on that's all I'm going to say.
1: Well, what did I do?
0: Well, the first time you made me watch Tusk, which... If you haven't listened to our Tusker, you please go listen to it. It's How the best one on the internet.
1: You're an adult. How can I make you do anything? This is
0: well, because you said we need to do this for the podcast. So, I'm, Oh, and you were game? I'm 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 down for whatever. That's a, you know, try it, everything twice. So, as I long say, as
1: it's for the podcast. Nah, that's
0: there I have limits. Don't abuse that. But he, so you made me do it with Tusk. I feel and like, like we need to test these. No, limits. let's not do that right now. And then you said, <laughs> House of a Thousand Corpses. It's a Rob Zombie film. And you know, because you well, know you I haven't like,
1: seen any. And
0: you know I like Rob Zombie.
1: Yes. So, and you haven't seen haven't any seen of his any. Fine, fine filmed entertainment. Right. And so this is the part where you tell all of us that you enjoyed it immensely. And you laud me copiously for mentioning- this movie in particular. Oh, I is wish, that what's going to happen? I next? wish I wish that were so.
0: You didn't like it. I thought it was awful. Why? I just it's horror thing. Horror movies are just not my thing. And we talked. I talked about it earlier. I well. Strike one, it had Chris Hardwick in it. <laughs> how you feel about Matt Damon is how I feel about Chris Hardwick. I mean, he died, so great, good. That's a redeeming quality of the movie, but are, I had to watch him on screen. Are you accusing
1: me of suggesting a movie with Chris in, Hardwick in a, in a genre that I know you don't like with an individual that I know that you don't like I just am. to see what your reaction was? I am. Or is that what you're accusing me of? A Why bit. would I? A little how, bit. How dare you, sir? How dare you? Sir? Of course, I would do that. <laughs> so, I mean, it started off okay
0: <laughs> with the the little museum road stop thing. That was kind of interesting. I was like, oh, maybe this could be good. But when they got into the actual house and they're being tortured and held against their will
1: for no fucking reason, there's no reason well, for, for these people to we, have. We them. had that talk, though. I this know. is no different than. Michael Caine telling Bruce Wayne that some people just want to watch the world burn. Right. And I'm not that kind of person. So it's hard for me to understand that, I guess. And, it's not his best movie. I, I You told you me that. that.
0: You were like, you should watch The Devil's Rejects. The Devil's Rejects is far superior. And I may watch it just because
1: it's the Halloween well, you season. You need to know what happens to the Firefly family. I am
0: super interested
1: to know what happens to the
0: Firefly family. Let me family. ask you
1: about Sid Haig. What did you think about Captain Spaulding?
0: Captain Spaulding, that was the only character that I liked because it seemed like there was an actual backstory to that character. Mm-hmm. Everyone else I felt was really hollow and tried to play up the being evil and vindictive and masochistic just for shits and Just for the giggles. eagles.
1: Yeah, you realize that in the real world that does happen.
0: Oh, sure. Okay, sure. But, I mean, these dumbasses. <laughs> the, the kid's going to find this little hanging tree or whatever, and they're like, yeah, sure, we'll go inside and eat dinner with you. No. Mm. <laughs> no, that's not a good idea. I don't know.
1: I know some pretty stupid kids. Well,
0: I'm not a stupid person. I understand so. that. It's okay.
1: You don't have to like everything I like.
0: No, no, no. And I I watched the whole movie and I sat through it and I guess maybe I can appreciate it for what it is, but it just reaffirmed my belief that horror films are stupid. (laughs) I mean, there's very, there's some horror films that I
1: enjoy. This is not one. Okay. Well, you know, I, I respect your opinion. Thank you. Because you're a person. Thank you. You
0: make you, and you can disagree with it, which I'm sure you do.
1: Um, I like the movie? Yeah. I, it's not my favorite, right. It has its problems. Uh but from my perspective and the reason why I suggest it is uh it set on Halloween. Yeah. Um my problem is that movies today, especially in the well, in the horror genre, mm-hmm. they're all PG-13. And I think we've talked about this before and they're all slick and they they they're clean. This is neither of those things. This is a throwback to the 70s. This is this is uh Rob basically writing a love letter to the stuff that he grew up on, to the genre that he likes, and to the genre sure. that he likes. And so and he takes no shit from anyone. He does what he wants to do, which I he, respect. He made immensely. the movie that he wanted to make. Right. No fucks given. No, exactly. No compromises. No. And I respect that. Uh, It was his first first film, you know. So you can't expect it to be the best thing in the world. Um, But what I liked about it the most was that even though the violence was in your in your face and there was a lot of it, I respect the fact that it wasn't glorified and you didn't feel comfortable watching it. No, that crane, the crane. What did you think of the crane shot? When um, Otis was taking forever, that was that. I was like, "Is pulling? He, is for he for dramatic effect? Is he going to dramatic effect? Is he going to shoot him?" Yeah, that he, that was very he not, uncomfortable. Was he not going to shoot. Yes, and and that's my point. That is a, that kind of encapsulates my thoughts on the movie as, as a whole mm-hmm. in that one scene and the choice of pulling back with that crane shot and right. taking for ever yeah because at
0: one point it you, felt
1: like a minute i don't think it was but it, it felt, felt like, like a it and it felt it was so long to the point where i was like oh maybe he's going to let him live well i i thought maybe the <laughs> movie froze it oh, took did that you? long i was like what
0: they did the movie freeze yeah. like because i'm used to streaming so you're like oh it's just it's low, it's buffering." Yeah. yeah and i like how it's forcing you to look at it from a distance well, it's and forcing so, you to look at it and forcing you to think about it and dwell on that's it. That's right. Because and if he just popped like, him, oh, you this, just move on. You're like, that's what was okay. going to happen. This yeah. is
1: not okay. Um, so, yeah. And so the, the movie is filled with people that are cut their teeth in the horror genre. Sure. Uh, Bill uh, Mosley? Mose- Mose- okay. I think I mispronounced his last that's name. That's okay. He was Chop Top in uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2. Really? I don't know if you've ever seen that. I've seen it. That is Fucking nuts, as well. All that. of the chainsaw mask are nuts. <laughs> uh, and then he was in uh, Repo the Genetic Opera as well. He was one of uh, Paul Sorvino's sons. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, great movie, by the way. Yeah, sure. Um, so you're welcome. Yes, thank you. Now, that's not the top of my
0: list. It's not the top best of- Halloween movies. Oh, see, this needs to be what you have a
1: list which is stunning. Oh, you like that, huh? Yeah. What is what is on your list? Uh, well, I had a, a bunch of other things and really I've already talked about Suspiria. Yes. Uh, we've talked about House of a Thousand Corpses. Yes. Um, I I think the only the only thing uh I mean, I've got the 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 one that's at the top of my list is kind of a gimme. Yeah. And so, what is it? It's Halloween. It's John whole, Carpenter. The series?
0: The whole series? No, not the whole series, okay. the original. Just the original,
2: okay.
1: Because the the parallel there is that uh, John Carpenter's Halloween jump started the horror movie industry right. as we know it today. Right, it was a movie that cost I think three hundred twenty five thousand, and the whole Halloween franchise has made collectively five hundred million dollars, right. and that is ridiculous. Right. Ridiculous. And the whole idea of someone, this soulless uh, uh, child murdering his sister and then going away, living his life in this institution, not getting help at all. Yeah. Escapes and comes back. He comes back on the one night where you can just put a mask on and blend in—that's mm-hmm. fucking terrifying. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, that movie, I've and seen that, that is movie. a very effective movie. But I'm a big John Carpenter fan, so basically anything John Carpenter does, sure. It's kind of like Rob Zombie. It's going to remind me. Well, Rob Zombie redid it. He, he did, and the first one was eh. Rob Zombie. But the sequel he's not, is... He's, Rob Zombie's not as good as John Carpenter. No, absolutely
0: not. But yeah. Absolutely. But not. I agree with you. that that That's that's one of the few horror films that I actually enjoy. Jamie Lee Curtis's performance oh, is her gosh. first movie. For her first movie, you're like, oh my God, this chick is good. And you knew she had something. But that movie...
1: So effective.
0: It's one of the few ones that my parents let me watch when I was young. It's terrifying. What? Why? I know, right? Why?
1: Like, you're, you're, I think I need to talk to these people. Their logic is a little... <laughs> well, it may not have been my parents (laughs) that
0: let me watch. I may have been at like an aunt's house or
1: something. It is cool, Uncle Joe.
0: Yeah, well, because like I I watched Jaws when I was like four. It's not a a four year old should be watching another great horror movie, yes, which is one I enjoy. So maybe I like the 70s horror films better than I do today. We should
1: because they are better better than the ones today.
0: Because, like, what, like Evil Dead, I love that's not 70s, is it? It's 80s, yeah, and Poltergeist, love that movie see but anything that you tell me after like 95 I'm like eh, anything, no I could do without it yeah it, like you talk about like what is it blair witch project that's nah, crap
1: paranormal, yeah I don't know how
0: paranormal people, activity how people crap. fell
1: for that was i think the 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 novelty of that people uh fell for this oh maybe it's real right really you believe really? it's real yeah no come on you believe that yeah get out of here <laughs> right um so, I mean that's kind of a gimme. Yeah, sure. Um but recently mm-hmm. uh did you, did you see Trick or Treat? Um no. I think it came out in 2009. No. It's an anthology. Oh, yeah. And so they had the uh, and I love anthologies. Mm-hmm. I love horror anthologies. I love the creep show movies. I love um Tales from the Dark Side yeah. of um Tales from the Crypt. That's great. But those, those, are weren't, those are good things. Technically, those are anthology in the sense that it's a bunch of different stories, but I mean, I'm talking about the movie anthologies. And they're doing more of those.
0: I know Kevin Smith is a part of one where they're doing an anthology with yeah. horror films.
1: Recently, they've done like the ABCs of Death. That don't even bother. <laughs> okay. It's disgusting and stupid. It? It's not even worth your time. Okay, uh, But Trick or Treat, uh, I want to say it came out Maybe it was 2012. This is not that long ago. But it introduced a new character, uh, Sam, which is just a little fella that has a, a pumpkin for a head. And it had Brian Cox uh, in that segment. And there were there's these very well established rules for Halloween. If you don't follow it, well, he'll get you. Nice. Uh, and they had a na- nice retelling of uh, Red Riding Hood. Which had uh, one of the best werewolf transformations I think I've seen in film. Really, uh, kind of a ghost story with some kids in a bus, um, but no, nice. it, you know it was good. It was it felt like a nice it was a nice throwback to to uh, old school horror, uh, and so I liked that a lot. In fact, I think the guy that directed that they're about to release Krampus. Uh, have you seen the preview for that? I have that? seen the preview. I think Krampus. the preview to I watched was- Krampus. I think it was attached to Crimson Peak. It was, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. It actually, looked a little interesting, and they have a handful. They of followed it, us on Twitter. Did, did they? They did the movie. Yeah, the Krampus movie. Do you think we can get the Krampus people on the podcast? I don't know why we shouldn't try. Mm. I bet we could. I thought Kevin Smith was going. Was in the process of making a Krampus movie there for a while. Maybe I th- if I remember correctly, I, I think he
0: got caught up in this. Trilogy he's doing with his daughter, the The True North
1: True North. Yeah, is it True North trilogy? Moose Jaws, uh, that's the third one. Yeah, so Tusk, Yoga Hosers, right, and then Moose Jaws, and then Moose Jaws, which is what it sounds like. It's a
0: moose that's like Jaws. I, I don't even, yeah, I don't even. I, I, (laughs) it's a moose, it's a moose shark hybrid. Eating people, I think
1: I'm anticipating us going to see that in a theater together. Just so I can see your reaction, okay. I think that's what I'm excited for. Okay, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I look forward to that. I had a movie,
0: and there, I like the movies that are maybe set around Halloween and don't focus so much on the horror thing. But well, there's a movie that I always think of around Halloween. It's Donnie Darko. Oh, that's um, set on Halloween, right? Because and it's, I mean, that's not the main premise of the movie, except for the no, the, the weird bunny suit. Why are you wearing that bunny suit? Why are you wearing that man suit? <laughs> but that movie, it's, it's, I, it did so poorly at the box office, but it's got this crazy cult following, and not a crazy cult following. I just think it's a great movie, and set around Halloween, I think the performances in that movie, and the time bending that it does, like you have 28, hour, 28 days, two hours, and something minutes, and then time is going to reset. It's kind of a twist that you don't expect, mm-hmm. and the storytelling that's done in that movie, and that's a movie... Where unlike horror films, you're like, what the fuck is going on? This one, you're like, what the fuck is going on? But it has purpose instead of- Okay. Get what I'm saying?
1: Yeah. I get what
0: you're saying. It's not that the other ones don't have purpose. It's just a dumb purpose. It's just maybe a little more visceral. I'm into visceral. Okay. I I love viscous things.
1: not, I know. Not the I same know. thing. I, I not the same I, thing. But I just <laughs> wanted to throw that in there in
0: case there was any confusion.
1: Um, were there any movies that we missed that you wanted to mention? Well, I mean, when you th- we didn't want to just go
0: straight up horror, but like The Shining, love The Shining. It's oh. not straight up. It's not anything to do well, with Halloween, well, but that kind of movie.
1: Well, maybe you should. Maybe you should tell me what your favorite horror movie is, even though you don't like horror movies. Because I know you've seen some. I've seen a bunch. I mean, The Shining might be. Do you consider
0: that a horror film? Yes. That was probably my favorite then. Okay. I really enjoy that movie. I I mean, I I like the original Carrie. Don't know why. I do. Evil Dead, one of my favorite. Mm -hmm. Army of Darkness. Love that movie. Mm -hmm. I don't know why. Um, I mean, I like a bunch of them. But there are very few that I'm just gonna sit down and watch, and especially like ever since what what's that whole Cabin in the Woods? Is that yeah. the movie mm-hmm. you made me watch? Ever since then, I'm just that's like, a good one. Oh, it's not bad. But ever since then, I'm kind of like meh, and like the scream movies kind of ruined me. I thought they were stupid, and people like the slasher, screamer, horror. This is not my thing. I don't
1: I don't enjoy it. Well, there was a certain amount of suspense. Yeah, the, there's that element of suspense. And I thought that the first one did enough for, and, and the writing was uh done well enough to kinda of bring something new and fresh, a nice twist to mm-hmm. the genre. And I respect it for that. I respect yeah. Wes Craven. Sure. Uh he did obviously uh not everything he did was, was uh great mm-hmm. shocker. Uh but no yeah, nobody <laughs> but
0: I like that The Exorcist I really enjoy. Oh, yeah, just, I don't. Know, I don't know person. if I
1: can use the word enjoy. Well, that's I, that's <laughs> very true. I the Exorcist, I've experienced i experienced it, it. It's a good movie. It's a movie that sticks with you. Oh, absolutely. And I think that's the hallmark of any entertainment. But there's something about horror that is just completely different than drama or comedy. It's yeah. something very primal. Uh, there's something that it's like it reaches a level uh For me, at least, it reaches a level that a lot of other things uh don 't reach and I think that has to do uh maybe this just kind of ties a bow on the discussion as a whole sure is it you know horror. The Halloween season, I think, gives us an opportunity to face the one thing that we uh, probably fear the most and, and something that we absolutely have no control over, and that's death. Yeah. And it's a time to acknowledge it. It's a time to make fun of it. It's a time to mock it. It's a time to to embrace it and just not be scared of it uh, and just acknowledge that it's there. And I think, I think for most people – I know for me for sure, um it, it's that one time to to be able to kind of let loose and just say, you know, just just get real hmm. and be in that moment of yeah, this is gonna happen. I can't do anything about it. There's no sense in worrying about it. Right. I mean, let me not do things that would expedite the process. Right.
0: I mean, I'm not gonna pretend I have a death wish.
1: But But do you find yourself throughout the year just, you know, just doing your life and day in, day out and the alarm clock goes, goes off, you get up and you go do whatever you got to do. And then you look up and how many days have gone by, how many months have gone by and you haven't given that any thought. Sure. Uh, And so I think it's good to have that reminder, even if it's just once a year, um, yeah, I mean, I agree with you. You get caught up in the
0: minutia and the routine of everyday life, and then all of a sudden, you wake up seven years later doing the same thing. <laughs> You're like, how the
1: fuck? How did the fuck I get here?
0: <laughs> right? I mean, and I mean, death isn't something that I think about usually when I when I think about Halloween. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, you'll see a I skeleton don't either, or a zombie, but, but I mean, but I there's think,
1: a lot of it around. There's a lot of symbolism for. Well, I
0: mean, and I think I think. W- we have missed the point because of the Mm -hmm. fact that it's supposed to be all saints day. Remembrance day. You know, you remember not only the lives that we've lost in the last year, but the lives that have been lost all through time, through your family and things Mm -hmm. like that. Like with the day of the dead, which is, I love the day of the dead artwork. That's so prevalent, especially in Texas,
1: another cultural observance, especially down here, uh, I guess in, in, in the South. Right. Um, you know, but it's completely different than Halloween. Right. Right. Um, in, You know, maybe not the northern part of America probably doesn't know as much about it, doesn't have, because they don't have as much exposure. Mm -hmm. Uh, But it's, that's rich in tradition as well. And I think a lot of people kind of are trying to commercialize that as well, which is sad. Which is sad because it's a very reverent thing to people, to the people that observe that. I don't know how much experience you've seen up close. I mean, there's people that take that stuff very seriously. Well, I mean, they
0: they believe some of them even believe that if you don't celebrate that, you're going to be haunted because your ancestors are going to be so disrespected yeah. that they're going to haunt you until you actually celebrate that on the next day of the dead. But it's very solemn, like, and I sometimes I, it's you don't want to get caught up in the past and get and get stuck, but it's good to remember where you came from and who you come from. And I think that's something that the commercialization of Halloween has maybe taken away from us because it could be an opportunity to, you know, like remember family that you've lost, remember these great influences that maybe you've had in your life that aren't here anymore. Cause we don't think about that stuff enough. And this would be a good opportunity, but we're so focused on the fact that we're going to wear these cool costumes, make sure our kids go get some candy and make sure they get a lot of candy and they're safe instead of taking the time to be like, hey, let's take a minute
1: and remember where we come from. And while we're doing that, remember that, hey, that number is going to be up for us one day too. And are we are, are we ordering our steps in such a way that we're going to live a life that? uh is respectable and are we going to do, th- make sure that we accomplish things that we set out to accomplish sure. instead of spinning our wheels, you know? Um, so yeah, these are the things that I think about too, I think it has everything to do with getting older, right? So, Absolutely. Cause when you're younger, 10 you
0: know, years ago, I oh, don't give a shit. No. I don't give oh a shit about that. 10, ten years ago, <laughs> ten 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 years ago, you're thinking, am I, am I too old to go out trick or treating? Ah, is, is, I mean, is, is 22 too old to go out trickery? The answer is yes, if yeah. you're questioning it. That's right. If you're not too old to go to some Halloween party and find the slutty witch That's that right. has father issues and right. give her a piece of candy.
1: And if she won't talk to me, there's 10 more over there that will. There's the so slutty pumpkin. I'm going to run through all of them. Slutty Donald Trump. <laughs> it's a sexy is the preferred nomenclature. The preferred nomenclature. Right. Well, I... That, we, sexy Stormtrooper. Yeah, you put... I mean, we go to Target. Sexy Boba Fett, though. Mm. They had that, too. Yes, they do. Sexy Darth Vader. Mm. Yeah. But so, Sexy Boba
0: Fett, that that, that works. Mm-hmm. Because then you don't even... You, they can keep the mask on. It's cool. I don't need to see. <laughs> and it's something... <laughs> well, if it's a Sexy Stormtrooper, something happens. It means you... We just make a clone. Right. Well, if it's a sexy stormtrooper, they're probably, I broke this one. You're probably going to miss. <laughs> probably. Whoops. We, you're going to miss? Nope. They're going to miss. No. <laughs> they're going to miss something.
1: Okay. Mm, we digressed there. We did. Um, this is a good conversation, I yeah. think. Um, I'm sure we missed something somewhere along the lines. Well, like literature. Uh, we didn't even talk
0: about it. Oh. Uh, we don't need to. Okay, I mean we can.
1: Two, there's two, two, two authors. authors. Two, well go ahead. One, Edgar Allan Poe. Uh, I would. Well, now I feel like I'm going to mess up because no, you know. I was going to say Ray Bradbury. Oh, were you? Yeah, I was. So okay. maybe there's three. <laughs> okay, my, what was the second one? H.P. Lovecraft. Yes. Okay. Of course. Cthulhu. The mythos that he's created. From uh, that. So, yes. So three? Sure, we can go with three. I, I went with Ray Bradbury. You should. Because I, I mean, I could see it. I think a lot of times people forget. They get kind of so caught up in the science fiction stories that he did and don't remember that he did a lot of stuff around Halloween. Yeah. Um, and so there's a lot of great short stories that he wrote. Uh, that have to do that based on Halloween and about Halloween, and he's done a lot. He, and he's written a lot of horror stories.
0: I, yeah, I think that the, <laughs> people just kind of forget. I think the best kind of literature around Halloween is the short story because I feel like you oh, can, absolutely. I mean, sometimes you want to read a novel, but if you are reading horror, short stories good enough because if they can terrify you in about five hundred words,
1: job well done. All right, so we thought that maybe we'd close this episode out with something a little more cheery. <laughs> Yay for us. So backed by popular demand. And this one is backed by popular demand. Yes. And we are going to do a special Halloween edition of Super Fight. Oh, son of a bitch. So, so what we did is we <laughs> culled through the characters in the Super Fight deck. And there will be no pop stars this time. Nope. Damn it. Because I pulled out only... Creatures of the night, creatures that belong on Halloween. How wonderful!
0: And we're gonna have a time limit. Let me get out, my, get out that timer.
1: I'm so while you're doing that, let me let's see. We do we do one, two, three, and then we pick. um We pick, pick which character, three. right? Yeah. Okay, so mm-hmm. one, two, three. It's my stack. And there is your stack. Thank you, sir. All right, and I think we do three of these bad boys as well with these special powers or enhancers, whatever we call those. I don't remember and abilities. I don't, I, abilities. I don't care to look at the instructions. Nobody's listening this far in anyway, right? We do whatever the fuck we want, right? And One, you will like two. it. Three. <laughs> All right. Is that my stack? Yes. Thank you, sir. So we get to pick which one. Those are all stellar. Uh, and then we pick one. Uh, so we pick a character an from ability. the three. Yeah. And then we pick one of the abilities from the three. And then we get a random ability. Um, we do. And... I'm not so sure that should be a Halloween character, so I'm going to get another Are you one give your, randomly. can
0: give one more to yourself. That's fine. Yeah, okay.
1: I'll allow it. All right. Ah, do you have one selected? I'm ready. Are you ready? Truly. Hmm. Okay. And I need it. Oop. Oh, no. Oh,
0: I dropping did. shit.
1: No. I'm
2: getting too old for this.
0: Yeah, I know, right? I don't mm-hmm. bend that way.
1: Okay. Not anymore. Not anymore. Okay, and oh wait, so we reveal yes, and then we do the random, random ability. ability. All right, yes. you ready? One, Totes. two, three. I have a demon with uh, that is armed with a portal gun. Son of a bitch! I have That's the Grim of. Reaper ooh. who throws fireballs. We'll throw, ooh, and he also does. He's also a pacifist. <laughs> son of a bitch. (laughs) And my demon is armed with a portal gun and has feet instead of hands. (laughs) How wonderful. Okay. (laughs) I think I already feel much better about this scenario than any of the other ones that we've ever done. 30 seconds, right? Because there's no pop stars. Mm -hmm. Yes. Okay. All right. Who goes first? You go first. Me first. Okay. Ready? Starting the timer now. Okay. I have a grim reaper.
0: who basically collects souls for he, he knows when you're going to die and he decides when you're going to die. So even if he's a pacifist, he has to do his job and his job is to tell you when you're done serving your purpose of being alive. And when you're going to run away from him, he's got this fireball. So he doesn't even have to move. He's just going to sit there pacifyingly and throw his fireballs at you (laughs) until you're dead. And he collects your soul 30 seconds done.
1: Uh, Ready? Let me know when you're ready. I'm ready now. Go. Because first of all, I don't see how, as a pacifist, you get to do anything. Period. So it should be over with that little scenario. A. B, I'm a demon. How are you going to reap my soul? I ain't got one. So I'm just going to drag you back down to hell because... It doesn't say that I don't have monkey feet. So I'm going to take all four of my monkey feet. That's oh, your 30 seconds. Man, I don't like this timer. Well,
0: you you just need to be more concise. Do we need to rebut? I get my rebuttal No, no. Okay. Do I not? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, demon. <laughs> Demons do have souls. I think you're selling yourself short, saying that you don't have a soul. You should have more self-worth. And your feet, <laughs> instead of hands, I'm going to go ahead and say that they're demon feet because you're a demon. And demons don't have monkey feet. Demons have human feet. So you can't fire your portal gun with your demon feet toes. You can't drag me shit anywhere because you can't grab me with your demon feet hands. So I'm just going to fireball you while I'm sitting there being pacifistic and kill you.
1: Done. I don't need hands or feet. I will use my demonic tongue to fire my portal gun And shoot you into a dimension with all the other pacifists like Gandhi (laughs) and uh, I don't know who's some other famous pacifists, uh, Matthew McConaughey. (laughs) All right, Uh, all right, all right. (laughs) So, yeah, I'm just going to launch you into uh, another dimension with my portal gun and I will fire that with my tongue. I don't need to use my feet, so fuck you. (laughs) There was our 30 second argument. Okay.
0: That worked out better. That was better. Yeah. Got to put a time limit on that shit. We do. Uh,
1: So I guess
0: it's up to you. Fucking pacifist.
1: That's bullshit. (laughs) It is bullshit. Did you rig that? Maybe. (laughs) I'm going to count eight cards and make sure that JD gets the uh, pacifist Um, card. So what were your other abilities? Because mine was armed with dynamite and is really, really stupid. Mine (laughs) Mine was wearing skis.
2: Whatever
0: the Grim Reaper wearing skis, terrifying, and then can teleport but goes blind for 10 seconds after each use,
1: huh? So, I really like it. So every him. time he masturbates, he teleports. Yeah. Is that what mm-hmm. that would have been awesome? Well, I didn't, I thought throwing fireballs would be better. Okay, I think that's pretty
0: cool. And then my other two characters were a mummy and a zombie.
1: All right, so it is up to you guys. You need to let us know, did the demon who was armed with a portal gun and had feet instead of hands or the pacifist, the grim reaper pacifist that threw fireballs. I I just, I can't imagine why
0: he's just doing his job. He's just doing what he has to do. He doesn't like it.
1: It's it's like those two cards cancel each other out. Well, it's not like he's fighting a war.
0: He's performing (laughs) a task. It's like Davy Jones bringing souls to the afterlife. That's Ooh, what he does. I like that.
1: Yeah. Davy Jones was kind of like a grim reaper then.
0: Yeah. Huh. Wish I'd have thought about that
1: two minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> ah, that is the nature <laughs> of the timeline. That's right. It really changes the dynam- dynamic. Boy, did it. Uh, so the other characters in the pile were Frankenstein, a skeleton, a witch, a werewolf, vampire, uh, Freddy. Oh, uh, and a disembodied head. Nice. So those are those are good characters. Those are good characters. Well done. None of those. Well done. No pop stars. No pop stars. Uh, I would have made the disembodied head Justin Bieber's though. The, oh, yes, for sure. Mm-hmm. All right. So let us know who won, please. And um, you know we're coming up on a very exciting time. We are, I think, because uh, we're about to hit episode four of season six of the walking dead. And so I think, you know what that means? I think, yeah, that it's time for that first monthly recap and of the walking dead boy, and what shit we got stuff has gone, to talk about. Man. Shit has gone down. Uh, we've heard from so many people that are like, uh, are you going to talk about you're this? You're going to talk. You said about you're going to talk about, gonna we talk are. about this. Or, we are. you're, you're going to talk about this too. Um, so, whew, man, I'm, I'm worried that it may turn
0: into either a marathon episode or we have to split it because it. Well, what, we will do whatever is necessary because we're going to we're going to talk about it. And oh, we're going to sure. do it the first sure. way.
1: Yes. Um, I actually feel like there may be some need to take and break down. Uh, I think people scenes. I think people need that. I think we'll, we actually will watch the scene and break it down, kind of like we did with *Fear of the Walking Dead*. But there's some not key a whole scenes. episode, no. just key scenes. And I think like that's really a good idea. Down. I think by then, uh, hopefully, the fourth episode of *Flight 462*, right, uh, will be out. I don't Should know. Be. Have you watched the first I three? I have. Very interesting stuff. Quick. Um, yeah. Good stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm excited about Ash versus the Evil Dead. Yeah. This Saturday. Halloween yeah it's pretty exciting that's gonna be stellar I don't know what we're gonna you do you may with say that. he saved me <laughs> you may say that so I'm looking I'm really looking forward to that that's gonna be good Um, I guess that's it after that, uh, the only thing coming up big that I know that we're gonna do for sure is Spectre right for sure yeah because
0: you know 007 is one of those film franchises that deserves a look and uh that's it. Yeah.
1: We, I had fun talking yeah. about. All, I, think I, it,
0: I think it's good that we condensed Topic Week into just one long episode. Yeah, I do too. And I, I mean, I feel like we did a good it job. It was less work. It, well, there's and that. anytime
1: I can get away with doing less work, I'm excited. Well, there's
0: that. And the progressive drunkness from the previous oh, God. Topic weeks <laughs> is, is not present because we were sloppy. Woo, we were sloppy. Oh, Slow and sloppy. That's the way I like it. No, well, sometimes, you not always.
1: Stay safe Please. on Halloween. Have a great time. Have an excellent time. Don't get, uh, don't party too hard. But and, if you're gonna do that, do responsibly. Right. And uh, you know what we say about celebrating Halloween around here? If you're gonna celebrate Halloween, do it to the nth degree.